hey, you are wildly capable of great things. So take a deep breath, let it out. You've got this. I want to tell you guys today about Brandlink Media, a female-owned digital agency with years of experience working with businesses in Oklahoma and beyond on their branding, web design, email marketing, copywriting, and more. Remember, you are wildly capable of great things and Brandlink Media is cheering you on. Visit www.brandlinkmedia.com to schedule a free consultation. Link in our show notes. It is my pleasure to introduce today Piper Riggs, who is a Gilmore Girls enthusiast turned mompreneur. She's the owner of Caraway Lane Marketing on a mission to help small business owners drive traffic to their website social media channels, and help them create meaningful digital footprints. Piper, tell us a little bit about some of the most defining moments of your life. Sure. Well, you know, when I graduated from college, um, I got, uh, I was so lucky to get the job of a lifetime right out of college. Uh, We were doing big things in the leadership field. Um, we, you know, we got to uh, spend time with Truett Cathy, the founder of Chick-fil-A. Uh, we got to uh, do events with General Tommy Franks. Um, there were just so many things in the leadership realm that um, were just unbelievable for a person right out of college. Uh, I loved our team that we worked with, um, but after about three and a half, four years, uh, the department closed Uh, which left me without a job. And I would say over the next nine months, I went on 60 different interviews. And um, some of these were not first time interviews. Um, A portion of them were second interviews with companies. And even three or four of them were third interviews that I had had with the same company. And um, I would just say over that nine months, uh, just such a, a le- lesson in perseverance and, um, you know, being willing to put myself out there. It's never easy to apply for a job, no matter, you know, where you've uh, come from, what your previous job was. Um, at the time, I had an undergrad degree, I had an MBA, and I was working on a master's in conflict resolution. So obviously, the degree part um, was there and I'd had about four years of experience in a previous position. Um, but it just felt like nothing was working out and I didn't really have a clear direction either of what I wanted to do next or where I wanted to go. So I eventually, uh, I did get, uh, another position somewhere, um, which didn't end up being a good fit for the next nine months. Um, but then the position after that, was incredible and i got to be the executive director of edmund mobile meals where um, i spent every day working with a team of volunteers to send out over 200 meals each day and um you know just got to see the impact that an organization like that can make on a community we got to work with the city of edmund and so many local businesses who desired to help um, the homebound people in our city 
And so, you know, going back to what was a defining moment, I would say that nine months that I went on so many interviews um, will always stick out in my head. It's always going to be um, a time in my life where, uh, while it was not always pleasant to go on another interview, it did just teach me a lot about uh, perseverance and and just being able to go after things that um, may not make sense. Uh, you know, when you're looking for another job, it doesn't always, you know, things don't always line up or they may not always make sense. But um, I felt like in the end, everything worked out um, how it should. And then I would say another defining moment in my life, uh, you know, in creating, there's a long story that goes with how this business came about, but um, the beginning of that story is that I had a good friend who came to me one day. I was a stay-at-home mom at the time who uh, was really just mourning the life <laughs> that I had previously had working at Edmund Mobile Meals and all of the good times and the energy I got from the people who were there. Um, but she came to me and was like, hey, you know, would you be interested in doing my social media? She had an interior design company. And, um, and I said, well, I just don't work. I don't work for friends that hasn't worked out for me in the past. And I really value our friendship. But what if I start my own company, and you can hire me, and then if things don't work out, they don't work out. And that really was how Caraway Lane was born. Uh, I started working for her. And I'd say over the next year, I got one new client, which felt like such a huge, uh, huge deal to me at the time. And I would say business was super slow for the first year and a half or so. And then something happened in year two and things just started taking off. More people found out, uh, the, you know, about the services that I offered. And, um, but that was definitely a defining moment sitting down uh, with my friend. She made me feel like I could actually do this. And um, it wasn't a crazy idea that, um, that I could start a business as a stay-at-home mom of two uh, with uh, one of them being, you know, under 12 months, just born. So. Wow. I love that. I love the the journey and how each piece kind of fit together. Um, tell us a little bit about where you go for inspiration, you know, when you're feeling drained and I'm sure you pour a lot of creativity into all of the accounts that you run and businesses that your coaching. So where do you go to get fresh inspiration? Uh, I don't always get to do this, but uh, anytime I've been traveling or um, just in a different place, I feel like I always gain inspiration. I think it's easy to uh, feel like the entire world looks like what is surrounding you in your 30 mile radius. And um, even, you know, I live in Edmond, and so even driving to Dallas for the weekend feels like a vacation sometimes because the sights, the sounds, the smells, they're all different, which I think is invigorating. It helps you um, just be able to think about life, about, you know, even if it's a project that you've been working on, it helps you to be able to look at something in a different way. Uh, we went to Florida this summer and uh, drove <laughs> to Florida uh, from Edmond, which was a lot <laughs> with two kids in the car. But um, I sat in the front seat while my husband drove and worked, oh, probably, you know, five, six hours of that drive. And I felt on fire. I felt like I got so much accomplished. And what I accomplished was really 
was really good content, whether it was writing content or designing or whatever. Um, I just felt like, man, maybe I need to work from the front seat of a car for the rest of my life because um, it just felt so easy. I think sometimes when we're sitting in our homes or we're sitting in our offices, wherever we're at working, um, that blank feeling that comes inside of you that you're like, oh man, uh, you know, nothing's coming to me today. I can barely respond to an email, much less create something new um, is washed away when you're in a different area or you're in a, you know, even if it's a new coffee shop, it just feels like uh, your brain is more active when you're learning the sights and sounds and smells of a different place. That's so true. And I feel like it's easier to live in the moment when you're traveling because, you know, you're just, there's no laundry basket sitting in the corner that you should be putting away or, you know, pets to distract you or, I don't know. I feel like I I get a lot of, uh, you know, mental refresh from traveling as well. And I feel like you need that space in order to be creative. Like you need that mental space. You can't have Mm -hmm. all these things vying for your attention. Um, Yeah, I I would say over the last few years, one of the uh, goals that I've had every time we've traveled somewhere is to do something that scares me. Now, I'm not sitting in my house on a daily basis thinking about what scares me and and going after that. But there's something about traveling that makes you want to be more adventurous. It makes you want to live your best life or, (laughs) or just go for it, whatever it is. And I would say in my everyday life, I am not super brave. I'm not looking for mountains to climb. I'm not looking, uh, you know, to jump off of anything, but, um, but on vacation, on vacation is totally different. That's, you know, that's the vacation Piper <laughs> and she does things alter a ego. lot differently. <laughs> I love that. I love that alter ego. Um, okay. So you can decide to respond to this or not. Um, I know it's a more personal one, but, um, I did love that you told me about the Gilmore girls connection. Do you want to talk about that or? Sure. Yeah. So when I, um, when I began, uh, my journey into being a stay at home mom, like I said, I'd worked at Edmund mobile meals for four years or three and a half to four years. Um, it was a job of a lifetime, but uh, because of some mental health issues that I had gone through with my son, um, I decided that when I was pregnant with my daughter, that I was going to stay home with both of them. Um, we just felt like it was better for our family at the time. And um, so I had my daughter and had been home with two kids under the age of two and a half for about a month uh, before I just... Um, you know, mentally lost it <laughs> again. And a lot of that was just mourning the life that I had previously had as a working mom. I find so much fulfillment and joy in working and um, just, it, it was just a hard, hard transition. You know, you're at home for the most part all day alone uh, with your kids because you can't take a newborn very many places. Um, so what I did to fill that time was, uh, I started watching the Gilmore girls <laughs> on Netflix and I had never been interested. I had never watched an episode before I started staying home. Uh, but, uh, starting <laughs> with my daughter, uh, started binge watching every day Gilmore girls ep- episode, just because they made me feel better about life. They were happy. They were funny. Um, and funny enough, 
when my daughter, uh, I mean, even like six months old, when she got to be six months old, every time the theme song came on from the Gilmore Girls, she would stop what she was doing and turn her head towards the TV. That was when I knew I had probably watched a few too many episodes if she had begun (laughs) recognizing the theme song at that point. (laughs) There's no such thing as too much Gilmore Girls for me personally. (laughs) It's like comfort food for your soul. Um, I totally am the same way. When I've had a tough day or the world just feels like it's spiraling or like, you know, everything feels out of your control. It's just so wholesome. Um, But yet I feel like what I like about it as well is that you know, it's not, they live in this small town where it is comfortable and familiar and you have all these same characters and the seasons, but they still are accomplishing big things and just kind of, kind of taking it day by day, which is what real life is like. And so yeah. I love that show as well for the same vibe of just yeah. kind of coming back to center. Yeah, no, it's, I mean, my sister-in-law, she would come over a lot when, uh, when she was off in the summer like help me take care of the kids. We even bought the t-shirts whenever, uh, I can't remember, I think it was at Cuppies and Joe where they Mm -hmm. had like a Gilmore Girls thing. We bought the t-shirts, we bought the mugs. We were all in, so. That's so funny. (laughs) Yeah, I lived in Dallas when that was happening and my husband, he was my boyfriend at the time, so this shows some commitment. He dressed up (laughs) as Luke so that I could be Lorelai. And we went and we they had the Luke sign, you know, and we took a picture outside of it. And I just now I look back on the picture, I'm like, wow, we really liked him because this is not his thing at all. But he's big in the shoulders, just like Luke is. So he pulled it off so well. Yeah. Well, that's. Oh my gosh, I love that. I've tried to convince my children on multiple occasions to be Luke and Lorelai for Halloween. Yes. and they are not they're not going for it yet dang it maybe someday um when your daughter grows up and appreciates it more maybe maybe she'll be Lorelai yeah she's yeah. my little sister is is completely a bookworm like like Rory is and so she and I kind of always joke that we are like our relationship's a little bit like that because we're pretty far apart in age and I'm the talker and, you know, care more about my clothes. And, you know, there's some quote from it about, uh, you know, I think Lorelai says, like, uh, who care? You don't need to study because you're pretty or, you know, and the other one's yeah. like, you got that backwards. <laughs> no, I, I need to study or something like that. Um, I always send Rosie that meme. But anyway, um, <laughs> let's talk about going forward. So right now you have about 10 clients you manage. You were telling me. Um, and you're working for some schools and sort of transitioning mm-hmm. to, um, you know, you're working for your children's school. So what does yeah. your future look like? You know, I know that's probably starting soon. So what what do you see around the corner for yourself? Yeah, so I'd say professionally, um, our business is always growing. We have a team. Uh, it's myself and then two other people on our team right now. And we're always uh, growing our client base. Um, But more than anything, I just love making connections in Edmond. Um, I feel like it's a community of people who um, will rally around important things and um, just getting to be part. So one of my clients is the Scout Guide in Edmond and the Scout Guide um, has over 40 clients who are all Edmund business owners. And because of that, I've just gotten to know so many incredible people in our city. 
Um, and so I would, I don't really know what the future looks like in terms of, um, you know, business or whatever. And honestly, um, I don't love goal setting. <laughs> it's not my favorite thing to do. I know that it's necessary in, in at some points of your life or your business journey. Um, but what I found in, you know, kind of what you and I talked about was I feel like God has been in the, uh, the story of my life the whole time. And um, there are so many things that have happened over the last five years, specifically since my daughter's been born, that I would have never imagined or could have never planned for myself. And um, so I feel like when I put goals in place, that's great. There's a target to shoot at, but um, I don't, I don't want to make that my ultimate because I do feel like wow, uh, I've just been so blessed by um, the opportunities that have come my way when it was not something that um, that I even knew about or would ever have planned for myself. Um, and I think, you know, things are always evolving. As my kids have gotten to be school age now, um, we go to a small private school that started three years ago. We started with 15 students in the whole school. Last year, there were 50 students in the school. This year, there are 100 students in the school. And getting to be part of, once again, something that's brand new and something that's growing is exciting. I love everything about that little school, little big school now. Um, and, uh, you know, my kid last year, I was the mom who brought the pizzas for pizza day. And this year, when my kids found out that I wasn't that mom, I think they were actually depressed about it. Um, they love seeing me at school. They think it's the coolest thing. And I want to treasure that for, <laughs> I'm going to cry now. I want to treasure that for as long as I can, because that won't always be the case. And, and so getting to be there, getting to be part of that school in a bigger way is, um, is so much more <laughs> than a job to me. It um, it just allows me to be able to see them uh, in their environment and, and they're so happy about it. I think if they weren't happy about it, it would not be as emotional, but uh, the fact that they uh, see that and they think that that's cool uh, makes me wanna be there more. <laughs> um, I'm trying to see if I, uh, yeah, so in terms that professionally, that's, you know, kind of my goals for the future um, in terms of like our family and personally, I talked a little bit about traveling and how that inspires me. Um, I would love for um, our family to be able to see the world in a bigger way. So for Christmas last year, my husband and I uh, bought the family a, it's a giant map of the United States. And in each state, you can put your photo um, when you visit that state. And so like when we went to Florida this summer, we took a photo on the beach and then we printed it off when we got home and put it in, in the Florida slot on the map. And it's just um, so fun to see the kids be so excited about filling in all those states. Um, and so I think for Ryan and I, we just, um, we love that. We love seeing their excitement, which makes us want to plan more trips. <laughs> so personally for our future, you know, we love to explore whether that's in downtown Edmond, downtown Oklahoma city, um, you know, seeing all the, the new fun things that are happening um, or driving to South Carolina randomly and getting to hang out on the beach together. So 
Oh, that is amazing. It's so sweet that they love having you at school. And <laughs> I I can imagine you'd want to treasure that. So you'll always have those memories. But um, tell us about your proudest moment so far. Yeah, I was thinking about this the other night. I actually had to ask my husband about it. Um, and then it came to me pretty quickly because um, so every night before bed, we either read to our kids or we... Um, we might, uh, so lately my daughter has been really interested in learning how to tie her shoe. And so sometimes instead of reading, we just do like shoe tying lessons <laughs> before bed, but they usually, they usually don't pick the same thing. Um, and so my husband and I will kind of split up and one will take one, the other take the other. Um, but some nights we do what's called family questions and each person gets the opportunity to ask the family two questions and everyone answers. And usually the questions are like, what's your favorite kind of ice cream or what um like what made you the happiest today or something like that they're usually not super deep questions um and for some reason last week i decided that it should be deeper (laughs) i don't know what i was thinking but i said um i said how do you know that god loves you and my son my seven-year-old went right away and he said i know he loves me because I'm alive and he created me. And so Ryan and I look at each other and we've already got like tears (laughs) welling up in our eyes. And then um, my five-year-old daughter who's sitting next to me says, I know he loves me because he sent Jesus to die on the cross for me. And Ryan and I lost our marbles. (laughs) We, um, you know, being a faith-based family, we just feel like that's the most important thing that our kids uh, need to know. And uh, the fact that they already know that, and um, you know, they've never said those two things out loud before um, was probably my proudest moment. I will say we did the questions again last night. And uh, one of my husband's questions was, uh, what makes, what reminds you of home or what words do you think of when you think of home? And one of the things my seven-year-old said was comfort. And um, that means a lot to me too. I want their home to be a place that they feel comfortable to be who they are and to express who they are and to talk about their thoughts and their feelings. Um, So even though that's more than one proud moment, um, I feel like watching my kids grow up and, and being an audience to their thoughts and their ability to think through big questions in life is such a privilege. And um, I'm just so proud of them. (laughs) Hundred Magazine is a publication featuring 100 wildly capable women in Oklahoma City. Buy the magazine to read all 100 interviews at 100mag.com. Wildly Capable Woman podcast is produced by Sugar Free Media. You can check out our daily news podcast, News Du Jour, for a calmer space to consume the news. Music is by Joey Lavoie and Nicholas Foster. Please consider rating and reviewing this podcast if it meant something to you to help us reach other wildly capable women.